This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one minute on the counter-attack. Boris Listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. And joining us for the opposition view must be his third go now, I reckon. Always good to welcome back Matt from the New York Talk Rotherham fan. How you doing, mate? All good? Yeah, all good. Third and final time for a f- at least a couple of years. <laughs> 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 we do love oh, a bit of optimism oh, to start the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, that, that may well give us an idea of, as to the tone of the first half of this particular podcast. <laughs> oh, Matt, it's been a tr- it's been a difficult season, hasn't it, sir? Take us through how have things gone since we last spoke. Uh, you caused us a sack, our manager, which was good. Thanks for that. Yeah. You are um, <laughs> We normally uh, sack many of our own, so we thought it was somebody else's turn, really. Yeah, you know. some, some poetry in there, and there's uh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, so we sacked the manager. We were four points adrift at the time. We were we were playing very badly, but we were only four points adrift. We decided to wait four weeks to appoint the next manager, by which point we were eight points adrift. And the season's almost, it's not done, but it's almost done. We had three or four managers publicly, essentially publicly reject us. Nathan Jones, Gary Rowett, Mark Warburton all said no. And then Liam Richardson was the last man standing, I think. He's come in and shored us up. We're pretty good defensively now, but my God, it's boring. Honestly, it's the most boring <laughs> football. We decided that con- conceding less is more important than trying to score a goal. And that's where we are at the minute. 12 points, I think, adrift we are. But time as, as we're speaking, could get worse. Yeah, okay. it's just about done, I think. All but, all but they are. Probably. Oh, grief. What a, what oh, a. You can only get more positive after that opening statement, can't it, really? You'd hope so. Which one of us <laughs> is going to yeah. say, be careful what you wish for? I think it's probably going to be me. In fact, no, I think I'm I probably not, have. I'm Never mind. Yeah. Yes, it was a tough one. We do have to obviously look back at. Your trip to Vicarage Road, and yes, it did end up meaning that, that your manager at the time, Matt Taylor, 
didn't stay with you many hours uh, <laughs> longer in terms of it. Has that been? Has that been the order of the? Of, has that kind of game been the order of the season all the way through? Till you got to, to Liam Richardson, because I want to ask about him in a minute because he did. He's got a fine reputation at Wigan, so we'll get onto the future of, of Rotherham in a minute. But up until he went, was that kind of what you had? Because you know, I must confess, we looked at it and we're like, we'd had two tricky games against you in the previous mm. season, both ending in one alls, and uh, and were surprised as how it disintegrated. Basically, away from home, yes. Uh, under Matt Taylor at home, it was quite good. Our home record was decent, uh, but every time we went away from home it was just lay down and have your bellies tickled. And in that game, it, it changed it. It went to up top for the first time in a while. I was like, you know, this is a bit of a change. It's trying to be a bit more yeah. aggressive. But then you can't, feel you, what can't you do when you're going to defend and leave the biggest guy on pitch free inside six-yard box and for, on five minutes, game plan's gone out of window. And then when it happens again just before half-time and Tobbins gets his obligatory goal against us, it was just a kind of thing, here we go again. And then <laughs> it was just poor. I don't know what the problem was with Matt Taylor away from home. Teams hated coming to us. We drew against Leeds, yeah. drew against Ipswich, nearly beat Leicester, beat Norwich. Teams hate coming to New York Stadium. But when we went away under Matt Taylor, it was just, it was mad that it was the same group of players that were on the pitch. It was just bizarre. It was a time. We lost to Sheffield Wednesday a few weeks earlier, which was it was probably a worse performance than against you guys. It was only 2-0, but it was a worse performance than that. And the time was right for the change, sadly, for Matt. Because he got a new job quite quickly, thankfully for him. But yeah, it was the right time to change it. Yeah, because I remember us talking about Sam Nombe on, mm. on the Monday, and you were saying, we're playing Ipswich tomorrow. And of course, he scored against them. And we were just and thought, Ooh, this is going to be sticky because you looked—you look resilient, you look hardworking, you cut—you had some goals in you. And if I remember rightly, it was a late goal, and it was like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, blimey, this is this might be this might not be that good from our perspective." But you had it there, and it, it oh dear, it, it, it went away. Let's not dwell on 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 that uh, any further. Let's turn a little bit to the future. Liam Richardson, fine consideration mm-hmm. for him at, at Wigan. Barry from from Wigan is a is a good friend of the pod and and considered him to be like a really fine young manager. Richardson was a, was considered one of the one of the bright young things. What are the hopes for the rest of the season within the club, which is really the supporters? Let's be honest. For the end of the season, in terms of what you're looking for to start next season, I think what we want as fans is just to have a try and have some fun. We, I think as a fan base, we accept we're 12 points adrift. We've won three games all season. We need to win four to get level. Oh, so <laughs> we know where we are. We, we know that the season's basically done. So we need to try and hopefully have some fun. The way Liam Richardson's seeing it is let's just not get battered every week. Let's just try and stay in games. If you can, we drew up middleweight Middlesbrough a few weeks ago. And we, we stayed yeah. in the game. We made it really difficult for Middlesbrough. And we were looking up to win the game. But in, that's a good point. It would be a good point if you weren't already nine points adrift. So that's, that, I think. It doesn't have the players he that Matt Tiller signed were all the one year contracts. I think there's 12 players he signed on one year contracts. So when things start turning, those guys don't have to worry about because they'll be gone in a few months' time. And I think that's one of the one of the many mistakes that Matt Tiller's made and what Liam Richardson's kind of left with. Three winning three games all season is an absolute nightmare. Yeah. It's just so bad. But I do like Liam Richardson. I like what he did at Wigan. I thought he did a really good job. Mm. I thought it was incredibly harshly done with at the end when he, when he got sacked. He knows League One. I think that was part of the reason he was brought in. If we do go down, then we've got a good guy there who can hopefully bring us back up. He's organised. He knows his stuff. He, we are so much more organised than we were under Matt Taylor. It's, it's night and day in terms of how we're set up defensively. But I, I don't think he trusts the players to do anything else other than that. I don't think he trusts the wide men to get the balls in the box. I don't think he trusts the strikers to get on the end of crosses. So it, I think he's just trying to get through and work out who he wants to keep. Because there's loads of players out of contract, so he needs to work out who he wants to keep for next season but most of them will leave anyway. 
I am hopeful for Lewis. I do like him. Uh, but it's a bit tedious a minute. So how do you look at it at the moment? Obviously, going from the championship into League One, and I know previously, because we've spoken, you said, look, staying in the championship is success in the same way as if we go up and stay in the premiership, that's success for the clubs where you stand. If you're going down, are you pleased that, one, these players will be shuffling off? It sounds it sounds like it's going to be a little love lost if they haven't really put in the effort mm. for you this season. How is the club set up to deal with going down? As I say, it's not such a ridiculous financial Armageddon as you get from the spend in the Premiership mm. to Championship. And are you confident, is, is the club set up to make a, a recruitment drive to support Liam Richardson in the in League One if it happens? Sorry to talk about it as if you're going down, but it sounds like that's yeah. the, the conversation. Yeah. yeah, it is, absolutely. I think... You, Liverpool, like, like I said, is, is the right man to do. Budget-wise, we don't know when. We're not going to be in any financial trouble because we don't spend too much. Yep. This lowest budget, so when we go down, it's it's not, it's not too much of a problem. We don't know how, and this is all speculation, but I don't know how interested the chairman is going forward. When we sacked Matt Taylor, the story goes, and you can, I think this is true, that he wanted Steve Evans back from Stevenage. And the talk is that Tony Stewart had his heart set that he was going to have his good friend back after the success he brought last time. Mm-hmm. And the other members of the board talked him down and they got Liam Richardson in. Since then, we've barely heard a word from the chairman. So I don't think we're going to be seeing him put his own cash in much more for the time being. But for us, that's not a massive issue because he doesn't really put, it's not like he's put 20, 20 million quid in yeah. going forward. But we're not going to see a massive cash spend from us from in the summer. It's going to be what Paul Warren had to do. Get players in on cheap, sell. Victory Anderson will probably go for a bit of money at summer. So hopefully we can reinvest it that way as well. It's a big summer for, in terms of how fans see the chairman. What Tony Stewart's done for us in his 15 years here has been incredible. He's took us from Millmore to New York to the champ from League Two to the Championship. It's been amazing. But we've stagnated a little bit. We're not learning our mistakes. In 2017, we went down with 23 points and we're sat here less than 10 years later in a similar situation, which tells you somewhere along the way these lessons are not being learned. So if we go down again and he doesn't spend all or we don't have success... Fans are going to really start questioning the hierarchy and saying, what are you doing here? Where's the pathway going forward? It's all fun and games being at championship, but going up and down all the time with mm-hmm. no real plan of how you're going to be 17th, 16th, 14th, whatever, long-term is where we appear to be. So it is a, it is a big summer going forward and hopefully Liberty does get a bit of backing. I'm, I'm not convinced he will because I think if we do back him, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be challenging at the right... We might not come straight back up, but I think we will be challenged at the right end if he is backed in the right way. I don't know about you guys, but I look at League One and think there are some quite handy teams in there at the, at the top of League One. Portsmouth, traditionally huge, you know, in relative terms, definitely mm-hmm. a championship club. Obviously had that Harry Redknapp comes in, spends glory, bankruptcy, the kind of thing that Harry Redknapp delivers. Derby County, obviously a manager who who knows your parishes extremely well. We'll get onto that. Bolton Wanderers, Barnsley, again, Peterborough under Darren Ferguson are a different, they're, they're, they are in that stereotypical top of the first can't quite make it in the championship kind of slots. Stevenage, we've lost to Stevenage this year in the uh, in the League Cup under Steve Evans. Again, we'll touch on him in a minute again. Lots of things. Oxford United, traditionally large club. Blackpool, it's not an easy league. How do you look at that? Because I know, obviously, if as you say, you three wins... Reading. 
by the way. I, no, I wouldn't mention <laughs> Reading. I wouldn't mention Reading. Uh, You're talking about big clubs, Joe. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. No, well no. I, went, I went to say Reading, but I got bored halfway through the letter R and stopped. <laughs> That's fine. So if, if, you're, if you're looking at that, it's no surefire certainty, but after you've played and had three wins in a season, it's a little bit like us being in the Premiership and coming down to the Championship and going, oh, at least we might win some games. And then you come down and you go, Maybe we'll win some games. I don't know, but it's it's a hard league to to go into. But you've done it successfully before, so I presume you once everything's done and dusted of this horrible season, there'll be a new energy, hopefully, about the place. There will be, but it's one of those. First of all, I'm looking forward to it because, like I said, we're going to win some games. So league, there's some away, away games in League One as well. Mm. So there's big clubs in there. It is a fun league. It is a really. I know the Championship is is fun as well, but the League One is a good league to be involved in. Because it's so competitive, it's going to be hard work. Those teams are big teams. It's kind of good that we've took the ambition. Because if you take a guy out who's not been in League One for a long time, if he got relegated and he doesn't know how hard it is in the last two or three years, yeah. then how would that go? Whereas Liam Richardson seems a bit more sensible to do to, to put us in a good position. The question is that if it doesn't start, we go ten games and we're sixteenth. What? How are the fans going to feel then? Because we've come down expecting that we're going to have a, some wins, and if they don't come straight away, the fans are going to be very unhappy. Understandably, having the, having the season you've had and going into the next season, and then should the chairman stick with Liam Richardson? Well, he probably should, but does he stick with him because the fans are turning? It's a big, it's a big eighteen months from now to the end of next season. Probably, it's a really big eighteen months. Knowing us, we'll probably get promoted again, and it'll just be ridiculous. But you just never know with League One. You never know with us. You never know with League One. The good thing is we're financially sound. You don't know how yeah. Peterborough, for example, if they don't go up. Where did they have to sell a couple of players to to balance Dara's books and a few other players, a few other teams? Sorry, uh, are they gambling a little bit this season? Derby, well, a big club anyway. Portsmouth, another club you that you've got to make sure you balance the books, and that's where we will go in. Okay, I think we're not yeah. hurt. We have QPR, QPR coming, and they could be in a lot of trouble with the finances yeah. that are going through. Yeah. So we, we, we've got a good base to build from. Whether it's enough of a base is obviously the big question. But touching all the wood we've got, hopefully we're okay. Absolutely. And we've seen so much of the championship transfer window be free transfers nowadays. Mm. Nobody's paying, or very few people in outside of the Premier League are paying a transfer fee, a capital expense that you can't reclaim mm. unless you can find some other mugs to take them off your hands. And having, as you say, Liam Richardson coming in there, who knows the division by almost by definition, he also knows League Two because he will have scouted that and know all the gems, know all of the academy prospects, etc. To come in and pick up in exactly the same way as people will be in the Championship, but in League One, pick, picking up uh, those prospects is going to see you in good stead. This is very good. In terms of yes, looking ahead to next season, there and and as, as I say, sorry to it's almost like <laughs> rumours about my death have been exaggerated because you're not there yet. So let's have a turn to to, to Saturday. Uh, according to the you're lining up with five at the back, four in midfield, and one up front. Has that been how you've gone under uh, under Taylor? Is that what we might? Uh, sorry, under Richardson. Is that what we should expect come Saturday? Sadly, so yeah. What we've been doing, he started off with two up top, and he's sort of gone back to just Hugel up top on his own. Mm. Hugel's very limited. I like John Hugel. I like what he does, but he's a kind of striker that needs help. He needs somebody running off him. He needs wide men giving him the ball, and that's where we've been lacking at the minute. We're playing four men in central midfield essentially, so it's a flat back, almost a flat back five, four men in the centre, central midfield, and Hugel. So that's why we're not creating anything at the minute. We, having said that, we've had a tough run of games. We've just played Southampton. We've just played Leeds. So I'm not sure whether he's just gone, right, let's get those games that way and try and be solid. Mm-hmm. And then when we got Hull, which is a difficult game, but a better better than Leeds, and you guys on Saturday, again, difficult team, but not Southampton, then maybe he might try something else. 
we mentioned Nombe. Nombe's not had luck in... Since Matt Taylor left, Nombe's been brilliant until about Christmas time when LaRouche seemed to get a bit bored of him and he's been on the bench since then. They brought Charlie Wyke in on deadline day on loan. He's not played yet. He's not played a minute in, in the two games he's come through. So it, it's difficult to guess where he's going because because of the two games we just played against that. I think they're in isolation, but that is how we've played. I want... We're at home... We, I want to see a proper three-five-two. I want to see wing back really going for it. I want to see two strikers working together. I want to see that that midfield just have the energy back that we've we are known for. But it'll probably be a, a basically a five-four-one. It's basically what it will probably be, and just. We'll just try and make it dirty. We'll just try and make the game horrible. It'll be one of the worst games you've seen all season. It will be, be horrible. Cool. I'm not sure I can take any more of them. <laughs> There's a challenge. Well, look, we will see what happens there. But we've got a number of new segments here. None of them are improvements on the old segments. In fact, we haven't thrown the old segments in away. We've just added more shit ones, which is very important. And this is a piece which we call. Wonderful stuff. Bit of UB40. Trust me, after that, it goes fucking well downhill. What we're going to ask you, Matt, we're going to ask you to cast your memory back to possibly brighter times and other times not so bright. Never mind. What we're going to do is we're going to go through each of your managers. I'm going to give you each of your managers since 2007. And all I want from you, sir, is a mark out of 10 and a single word review. It's one in 10. Single word review. We're going to start with 2007. And the reason we're going to do that is because, obviously, championship manager of fine form at Coventry, Mark Robbins was your manager. Give us a one-word review and a mark out of 10 for Mark Robbins. I'll give him a seven. And Judas, because he went to Barnsley. This is good. (laughs) This is strong. This is a very, very good start. I like this. I like this. Now, the the ones that I really like when when we've gone through this, we've done this and a few people, we come to the interim managers and you've seen a few eyebrows going up going, who was that? I can't remember that one. (laughs) You probably will be Steve Thornber, caretaker. Okay, now you've got a few caretakers in here. He had had three games. He won one and drew two. Not a bad record. How did Steve Thornber rate? Uh... Eyebrow time, everybody. Can't give him less than a five if I can't remember him. Um. <laughs> Excellent. Good. A five and who? Brilliant. I like these. Trust me, there's a few caretakers left to go, which, which will be like amnesiac moments. That's fine. Ronnie Moore. For that spell, a six. But he is he's the king. Um, and why is he the king? Remind us. Obviously very well renowned at Tranmere. Yeah. What what were he what were the pinnacle of his achievements at Rotherham, do you, as you remember? We played in the first players in the early eighties. We got we finished seventh in the old division two in the eighty one season. It was top scorer beat Gary Lineker to, to the golden boot in in that season. Oh well done. Um, <laughs> and then then twenty years later came back and took us on a double promotion from the from division old division three to the then division one. Just the king of the king of Rotherham. Wonderful stuff. Andy Little, four games, one win, one draw, two defeats. Caretaker, is it eyebrow time? I remember this one. <laughs> I remember this <laughs> I'm going to give him a seven. Um, I, I'm going to, the word is six, but I, I have to... We, we won 6-0 in his first game as caretaker. Nice. I know you want one number and one, and one word, but I'm going to give you two numbers instead. Brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> Let's go to Andy Scott. Andy Scott, who was our kind of scout technical directory type person for a short period. Andy Scott, what did you, what did you make of him? A three. And I can't think of a better word than useless like, at the minute. That's all I've got for it. It was a bad year or whatever it was. But yeah, a bit of a disaster. Now, this is a good, I've got to say, this is a strong take, caretaker here. This is very good. Darren Patterson played five games, one for D. 
did lose one. What do we think of Darren Patterson? I would have to give him a six based on that. Again, I don't remember him. He wins 80% of games and you go, I'll give him a six. Christ <laughs> almighty, what does he got? What does he do? What does he have to do? You know what, we give him a five-year contract. They're a tough audience up there. <laughs> they <Robert>. bloody are. <laughs> I've got who again? Like, I, can't, I honestly can't remember him. I thought, <laughs> I thought I would remember him as the caretaker. I can't remember him. Now we come to somebody who you could not fail to remember. Mentioned earlier on, current manager at Stevenage, Mr. Steve Evans. Not a small man in any regard, personality or no. indeed girth. What do we say? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to give him a nine. The back-to-back promotions, and the, the word is for Steve, it's just big. There's the only word for him, it's just big. Everything about him. He uh, is a character, isn't he? He is a character. Yeah. Now, big name in the game. Don't think he's a particularly big name in the Rotherham caretaker stakes. Eric Black. Now, didn't he score like mm. a, a cup win, uh, cup winning goal for... Didn't he score the winner against uh, Real Madrid for Aberdeen or something like that? I'm sure that was Eric Black. Yeah, there you go. There's a level of uh, anarachness you don't really want to take a look at. He had one game. He lost it. That probably gives... I imagine he gets lower than six. Yes, he does. I remember him, though. I do remember him, which is a squishy start. That's good. The one who wins six games. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but the one who manages one game. Steve Thornburg's going, <laughs> results. Somebody else. <laughs> I only remember him because Steve Evans brought him in as coach and made it out to be this big, amazing thing that we've got this guy in. And we didn't know where we were, so I just remember Steve Evans gushing about him. Uh, so give <laughs> so, three and... Steve, Steve Evans gushing is not an image anyone right. wants to play with, I really, is it? I want to, no. yeah. I've not I'm eaten not yet. That's not Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, short, we'll go short. Short. Okay, <laughs> we come to, other than him, somebody with a bit of a low kind of win ratio, Neil Redfern. Of course, Neil Ooh, Redfern yeah. uh, connected with Barnsley, who we know are very popular with you, obviously connected with Leeds at some points as well. What do we think of Neil Redfern, former Watford player, of course? It'll be a three. Three was it was pretty harshly sacked, but it wasn't very good. So we'll go... We're running out of words. We've had that many managers and we're running out of words for this. I've used all 10 of my words. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. We're, we're going to come to the man who is Marmite on the basis of a little bit of him may be palatable, but more than a little is fucking horrible. But teams that he's involved in, some love him, some don't. Mr. Neil Warnock. Mm. Uh, this is like a 10 probably we were eight points adrift when it came in in february miracle was that is the best way to describe that was it an 11 game unbeaten run that that kept you up with him most unlikely of survivals just ridiculous Uh, yeah he does god bless him he he gets results he really does say what you want about him say what you want about him he does he turns um, around i i read his autobiography um, and there's a really interesting fact that he used to be a chiropodist. Chiropodist, yeah. <laughs> and apparently he still gets the tools out, apparently, on the lads if they've got ingrown toenails or bunions or whatever. Just come and see Neil and he'll sort them out for you, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's a true story. He's still, wow. he's still got all the bits and pieces. You can probably get a Veruca off if you ask him, <laughs> old Neil. <laughs> He there looks like a bloody Veruca nowadays. He does, in fairness. That's <laughs> going to be a cold Veruca soon, up in bloody Aberdeen, I tell you. When he left, in came Alan Stubbs. Only won yeah. one game in 14 for you. So I, I imagine, again, this is below that kind of 80% six score that you'll give for, for very successful managers. What would you give Alan Stubbs? Yes. Uh, he's got to go as a one. Um, <laughs> although I know what's coming next. So I'm like, I'll give him a two because I know what's coming next. Yeah. Well, um, and I will just go crap. 
for stubs. <laughs> uh, yeah. One's got a bit of thick from fans, and there's a phrase now that's very famous. He said, I can take it, I've got broad shoulders when referring to abuse from fans. And that's become a bit of a don't say, like, if you're rather mad, you don't say you've got broad shoulders because you think about stubs and that time. Love it. For apparently two days, but no games, Paul Warren stepped in, but I'm not going to ask about him there because, of course, who came in for five games and five games only was Kenny Jacket. Four defeats, one draw. We've spoken about him before. What would you give Kenny Jacket for his time at Rotherham? It's got to be a one, sadly, for, for Kenny. These are harsh words, but he's got a bottleless is the phrase I've got to go based on the information we've got. I'm sure there's more stories than we know. I've got to, I've got to pick that one. Sorry. No, I've never heard the word bottleless before. That's brilliant. I like that. I like the word <laughs> bottleless. Now, of course, Kenny Jacket is an absolute living legend at Watford, and uh, and obviously we shan't hear a bad word said about him. So you can say as many as you like. We simply will opt to hear it. Not. Let's go to obviously second place in League Two at the moment is being led, and this must hurt a bit by Mr. Paul Warren, who was with you for 176 games. Give him a score, sir. I will go nine. Because the way, because just for the relegations, I will go nine. If it was some great times, one is a legend. Legend's the word. It hurts that he left us to go to League One, but what he did was just incredible. Most successful manager in terms of promotions. Most he's won three times at Wembley, I think, and we've only won four times in our history. Uh, something like that. So yeah, just just a legend of the club, Warney. Love him. What yeah. a lovely guy and all. Lovely guy. Good stuff. Richard Wood and Lee Peltier only had the one game. Didn't win it. Not going to be good, I should imagine. No, I feel bad giving Richard Wood a bad score because I love Woody. Oh, it's it's that old unsuccessful club legend steps in as caretaker dilemma. We've seen this before. Yeah, (laughs) but I'll have to give him a three. And only me three because I thought Paul Warren left and there was no snap at the football club. It was just Richard Wood and Lee Peltier doing everything. So that's the only reason I'm not getting a lower score than that. That's fair Um, enough. And the word for that is shambles. No, we like this. The fact fact that he's played one game and he's lost it and he's got half the points of the person who had an 80% record, that's fine. This is what we like to see. Let's face it. If we were looking for balance, would we all be here? No. And of course... Matt Taylor, 53 games. He only won 11 of them, just over 20%. Mm-hmm. He now gone. What score? What comment would you give him? This will be controversial. I would give him a six. Some of the fans would give him much less than that. I would give him a six. And the, because the word is survival, he kept us up. It doesn't really matter what he did. He, he kept us up. And that's enough to give you a positive score for me. Although this season has been a complete disaster. It is all his fault because of the sign <laughs> of whatever. <laughs> I love it. I love the fact that only football fans are able to see things in such kind of like black and white terms that no, he did that. And that was brilliant. And after that, he was shit and I had him shot. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's like listening to all these West Ham fans at the moment about <sighs> David Moyes. He's one of the European, the European Cup most yes. successful West Ham manager in many years. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's shit. Yeah. Who's interested in balance? Bar humbug. That's what I say. Excellent <laughs> stuff. And finally, then, Liam Richardson, what do we think? A score so far, and you can have a few more words about what he needs to do to up that score as a work in progress. It can only be a five at the minute. I won't go much longer. I feel harsh judging him harshly on anything else because the players is not brought in. But we just need to see some positivity. We just want to see some something happen. We're probably going to go down. We, we, we're accepting that, but just want to see some positivity come between now and the end of the season. Just something to smile about is all we want. We just have like a low bar. But that's all I want. Just smile. Well. <laughs> You mentioned, you mentioned earlier on that you're setting up really defensively or you're setting up not to lose too badly, I think was yeah. the way that you said you're setting up. Would you rather that you were where you are now thinking, okay, look, we're over our shoulders a little bit, league ones looming on us, that you just went a bit more open and gung-ho and went for it 
and then because the results don't really matter anyway, right? If you think you're going down and you're going down, would you rather just go for it in a sort of blaze of glory, two up top, or do, do you see what I mean? Would you rather do that and just watch something far more entertaining for the rest of the season? Or one hundred percent, I'd much prefer to lose five three than lose two nil every week. Whatever the yeah. position we we're in, let's just Not go yet. out, bloody some noses. Because Rodham are really good at in the championship. Let's just go upset some people, score some That's fun it. goals, just just have a laugh. And that was us in the Premier towards yeah. the end of the Premier League years, where we were just. I think we we all accepted we were going down. It was just about pissing as many other opposition fans <laughs> off as possible really yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I, I just think I'd rather we went for it than be said yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You, you'd rather lo- I mean in any you'd rather lose 4-3 than 1-0 mm. any day of the week anyway so yeah. well, you might as well go for it yeah it, it, if we remember when Graham Taylor first returned to the club in what was what 95-96 and we were basically no ploughing into the earth yeah absolutely uh, at, a, at a rapid rate of knots and he, he turned up and even though we got Devon White oh God, who was just got down my spine there, oh mate. dear oh dear Devin yeah well, even though we had him we went at teams Ipswich turned up and we were 2-0 up including a goal from Devon White and needless to say we did lose 3-2 but in that run in we beat I remember we beat Grimsby was it 6-3 we, we beat Reading 4-2 Reading was still dull even then there were many games <laughs> when it was just like oh and okay we went down but we gave it a we gave it a mm. bloody go it was it was really something yeah so look mate we hope that you and uh, and and the Rotherham fans get everything you wish for except obviously on Saturday but never mind we will we will get to see it and of course the good news is that you'll be invited back for our Christmas day special because anybody who goes down from the championship that that we basically go hang on Where's Barry gone? So we bothered Barry. Barry was Barry was Santa Claus. If you've got a Santa Claus outfit, you've got the red and everything. Just yeah. go for it. You'll, you'll, you'll be coming on no matter what. Hi, this is Peter Kennedy, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. However, we do come to where the rubber hits the road. It's time for... It's the DNSYE Completely Rubbish Prediction League. No! God, please, no! No! Now, when we last spoke to you during the season, you would have thought, that was particularly strange. They've got dogs and backgammon sets. What's going on? That has no legs. It won't stay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. The current prediction league is as thus. The uh, 1-1 prediction is uh, outdoing everybody with 26 points. JP Backgammon FC is in second place, but Carlos has come level with him, having got a point by predicting Watford's inevitable doom last Saturday. Well done, Carlos. However, also Jarvis Cocker Spaniel and the EFL, for whom you're going to be playing for today, Matt, and Justin, everybody in that mid-table also predicted the inevitable doom of Watford. Well done, Justin. 
Artificial Thanks. stupidity was artificially stupid and didn't get anything. So there we go. Those are the scores at the moment. Yes, the dog is still involved. Yes, John is still involved. However, development since we last spoke to you, both the dog and Ben, who is his owner come servant or whatever it is he does, and John as well, have become, how can I put this, more ambitious as filmmakers. <laughs> Obviously, we have brought video to an audio podcast. People questioned this. <laughs> People said that this was a stupid thing to do, but we did it anyway. So there we go. Now, today we have two opposite ends of the spectrum, I would suggest, in terms of from our particular filmmakers. One has gone short and sweet and some excellent FX-laden pieces, and another one has really provided us with his magnus opus, if you will, a real masterpiece, and these special effects aren't necessarily quite so good. Which would you like to go for first, Matt? Would you like to go for short and sweet or long yet epic? Let's go short and sweet first. Okay. We turn to the dog. We turn to the dog. And here he brings together both popular music as well as Rotherham's well-known fans. It's your birthday today, matey. Happy birthday. Got you a snake. We've called it Marco. Rotherham United against the Orms. Aha. Pick away then. This is Rotherham. Oh, that was a three. That was a three. Okay, now Watford score, mate. What are you going for? Oi, oi, get down. Oi, oi. Come on. Four. Rotherham. Three. Watford, four. Come on, the match is nearly kicking off. Bless the Chuckle Brothers. Bless I, them. I don't know whether to ask people to retire this at the end of the season or go more. I just can't make my <laughs> yeah. mind up. More, more, always more. more. It's got to be more. It's be more, yeah. isn't it? I think you're right. I, think you're I just right. want to know if any any Watford fans have got a pet lion that we could bring <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that was excellent. I really do. Getting the effects from... For anybody listening to the audio, don't worry, we're going to put this rubbish on Twitter just so that you can look at it and see it and go, do grown men really do this? And the answer is, yes, we do. But he's, he's basically invented Jarvis there. I would suggest, as Morton Barkett... Oh, good oh, Lord. Oh, there you go. Lord. Don't, he's been working on that, I can tell. <laughs> Only a small amount of time, but what can we say? But a, a fine score, he's, he's, he's expecting to see the kind of game that we've just been discussing. Goals all about. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. with your one person up front and 18 at the back, and with us basically having one fit striker called Ryevich, I doubt any of that's going to happen. Never mind. We shall see. So we do turn to... It's said that The Godfather 1 and 2 are masterpieces and Godfather 3 is a fine film, yet disappointing in comparison to its previous pieces. By the end of this film, you'll have forgotten all about that because you'll just go, John, what the fuck are you doing? Here's John. <laughs> Rotherham versus Watford, Predictions League. And today, we're joining in the dice and flying into the game. Paper class, courtesy of Trans World Airlines Travel. And it's flight number 6155. A nice reminder of the home game early in the season. More expensive airlines are, of course, available. And we're off. Next stop, New York Stadium. You can't see strings or anything. And as we approach Rotherham's famous New York Stadium, we can see so many landmarks, 
that Justin will tell you about later in his Places to Visit guide. There's the Empire State Building. The Rockefeller Centre. And a tribute to Watford's own Statue of Liberty. Rayovic, more of a Mickey Mouse <laughs> statue of a striker today. As the plane approaches the stadium, we've just heard there's the wheels are very much off both teams' buses and off the plane. It's going to be a parachuted landing in. So here goes. And we have the scores. And in the big build-up, it's Watford 1 minus 1 is nil and Rotherham two minus two is nil. So it's a nil draw. Bollocks. You've subjected me to a few minutes of that. And yes. For a, you for won't, a you won't, nil. you won't get your life yeah, back there, will you? In fairness, we could watch the dog one back again because that's only about 48 seconds. Whereas John's basically. <laughs> I'm hoping that the, the television that he was involved in on Saturday is slightly mm. better than that, I have to say. Well, it's, it's not just that. Yeah, it's it, it's it not just that, but basically John has got a paper aeroplane. He's put various images of New York. That, that the, is not a paper aeroplane. That it, man needs lessons on no, taking yes, paper was, I don't think that would fly, no. no. That's gonna, that that yeah. paper aeroplane does look like there was one of those heated conversations in the house, which is, has anybody got a sheet of paper? And everyone goes, it's 2024. Why would we want a sheet of paper? And they've got something that's dog-eared, literally. It, put it this way. The best thing I can say about the paper plane was it looks soft, strong, and thoroughly absorbent. I think you get the idea. But anyway, he's done that. He's put dice in a plane. And then basically what he's done is just make, replicate a crash landing over New York. When has that ever been contentious? Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting there going, just, just listen. On Twitter. Just don't, don't, we're getting enough trouble on our own. Anyway, never mind. So we've got a three, four, or a nil. The random, uh, or rather, what's the phrase? Artificial stupidity has gone three, two to Watford. We then turn to you, representing the EFL, who are just juggling to try to get into that the top of the second, the second bit, just ahead of Jarvis. What do you think the score is going to be come Saturday at the New York? Dogs, backgammons, all gone. What do you think? Okay. I've got a good record on your show. I think I think about last season yes, both one one very tonight. good. And I think I got, didn't get the 5-0, but I think I predict you guys to win this season. So I've got going to get it right. I'll go 1-0 to you guys. They'll be... Oh, a piss. I defend will fall over the... <laughs> um, <laughs> is that blunted your sword, Scott? That's blunted my sword. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Carlos then. Uh, sounds, like, sounds like you're unhappy there, but fortunately we come to Justin, who is sitting uh, just one point above artificial stupidity. That's me pressing a random button, and Justin is outperforming it by a single point. Justin, what do you think the score's going to be? Our striking options are now extremely limited, aren't they? It depends on what happens with Emmanuel Dennis, doesn't it, whether he gets much of a game, because I can't see Ryvich. Will he score? I don't know, he might score, mightn't he? We're better away than at home. Let's go for a 2-0 Watford. Two That's nil. allowed, is it? That's allowed. That's absolutely allowed. And that's carrying on your highly unsuccessful positive period. Incidentally, yes. by the way, the one time so far where you've scored a point is when you predicted we'd lose 3-0. But never mind. That's fine. Carlos, <laughs> you are joint alongside the maker of, of paper playing crashes into dice, the reenactment. Nice. Yeah, yeah. In second place, two points behind 1-1. One, one. You could make a you could make an assault on the top of the tower. No, that's not the phrase I want to use after that, no, Phil. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. Um, no. You can make you can what do you think the score's gonna be? 
I uh, I predict a tough game, and I, Matt has blunted me there, so I, I'm going to stick with it as well. So I, I will say it will be Rotherham one, Watford two. Excellent. We will have we will have scores unless. Rotherham win. Nobody has forecasted, even by balance of basically stupidity, that anybody is thinking that Rotherham is going to win. We have a 1-0 care of Matt to Watford, a 2-0 care of Justin. Carl says 2-1. 1-1 says 1-1 as 1-1 typically does. John's backgammon took a long time to say nil. You can understand what I meant about Godfather 3. By the end of it, you felt like you'd watched that again. (laughs) 4-3 says uh, Jarvis Cocker to the Hornets and random nonsense artificial stupidity says 3-2 to the Hornets. There we go. This is all very good. This is all very good indeed. There we go. We We come to the game on Saturday, but of course the important question is... It's Justin's somewhat disappointing local attraction segment. Now, last week, it is this week. Yeah. Just last one of my favourite segments. Last week, <laughs> Justin suggested people go to the City of Norwich Aviation Museum. It looks fine there in this particular picture. Nothing to be a problematic there. People going to Rotherham, Justin. You like to look up local attractions and, and yeah. send the merry Hornet fans to have something additional to look out for. What are you suggesting in the Rotherham area before we ask Matt whether well, or not you're talking tosh? I'm going to go for the Magnus Science Adventure Centre, which is number seventeen of fifty-four things to do in Rotherham according to TripAdvisor. (laughs) Rather worryingly, on TripAdvisor, the best nearby restaurant is IKEA Sheffield, which, yeah, (laughs) this is absolutely true. Just looking at some of the reviews here, Tom N has said, save your money. Very poor museum. Half of the exhibits don't work. Very run down. Need some money spending on it. Went with my family for a day out with my three-year-old son and wife. Cost us nearly £40 to get in. Goodness me. Yeah, I know. Ellie Lucy went to the Magna on the 14th of August with our grandson. What a disappointment. Oh dear. This isn't very good at all, is it? Yeah. So what do you think, Matt? Have you been to this place? I'll just read out the address for those wanting to go. It's on the (laughs) Sheffield Road (laughs) Temple. You've sold it there. I I have. Uh, Rotherham S61DX. Is that anywhere near the New York, Matt? Is that... Is that, yeah. is it? Yeah. Yeah. He's done well there. Uh, it's like a five-minute drive from the stadium to there, so if you want to... I have been about 20 years ago. It um, used <laughs> warehouse. Yeah, it was old steel factory. Um, right. that, that area where all the, all the steel things were converted into a sort of steel museum kind of thing. It was good 20 years ago. It doesn't sound like I've done anything else for it since then. <laughs> no. Um, no. Okay. Can you recommend somewhere better for people to go? Not really. Well, not really. Okay. <laughs> not really. So that really is the highlight of the day. There's not, no, not, not a great deal. There's a Gulliver's Track Kingdom somewhere, but that's not near the stadium, and that's that'll cost you more than forty quid probably as well. It's like a theme park. Yeah. There's a lovely stately home in Wentworth, which is fifteen minutes from the ground. It's a lovely, massive, b- wonderful yeah, ground. Indeed, I, I would be lying if I didn't say I'd looked at that, but then the reviews looked a little bit too favourable, so I thought I might just, you know... Which kind of goes against the idea of this In we do have an image, thank you, Carlos, there, of the Scientific Adventure Centre. Yes. It does look like it was a steelworks or something yeah. similar. It, do, it does is look that like... you get in by that fire escape? Is that the way <laughs> in, is it? I hope so. I hope it is. It, it's it, like you, it's held up by Meccano. You can imagine the conversation, right, I've got 300 bucks it's of black paint and one of red and two of white. What are we going to paint it? <laughs> yes, it's the uh, it's the fortress of doom, isn't it? There we go. There we are. Excellent news. I like 
that. You, unfortunately, you've got the full hull treatment there, really, because I'll be honest with you, both Sheffield and Leeds tend to seem to boss into every other kind of conurbations trip advisors. I've this not been true. to the the IKEA restaurant, but I'm not sure that's entirely fair. I'm sure there are. It's the best restaurant locally. What's going on? I tell you what. Just look it up. Bear in mind. Can I just say, Rotherham is a place that I went to, and I was playing darts in a in a club not far from. You remember this? Yes. I was playing ball. Yes. The door opened outwards. (laughs) (laughs) I threw the dart out the door. (laughs) 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 One. One, one thing that is out the door. It was brilliant. I can't go. <laughs> I have to say, the success of this feature, and I, I have played it down and pointed out to its many crap elements, which of which, let's face it, most are there most weeks. I'm going to give you a piece of success. This all started when, when we were talking to Dave from the Wizards of Drivel, and it suddenly emerged that there was a thing called a monkey forest in, in Trentham near Stoke. We thought this was very good. And then today, back in January, I got this, but I just thought I've got to say this was a message on our website from Damien. Damien, if you're listening, big hello. Port Vale fan. Port Vale fan. And he's talking about Trenton Monkey Forest there. There was a woman about to take a picture of a baboon's ass, which is nice, right? <laughs> and he says, no connection to Watford. Terrible memories of Vale performances going to Watford, but adore the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much, Thank Damien. You. That's lovely. Thank lovely to have you here. Great work, fellas. Re Trenton Monkey Forest. Get ready to have a few illusions shattered here, people. Ten minutes from my house and a frequent source of mass escape fears and monkey-related Armageddon (laughs) (laughs) in the locality. But whilst they are, this this is a great word, whilst they are incarcerated, a tip for any potential future trip, an admittedly long walk through Trenton Park, not the gardens, by the way, next to the monkey forest, will see you arrive at the perimeter fence of the Simeon Colditz. I think that's a lovely description. (laughs) This is a man who is living in close proximity and describing it as Simeon Colditz. From the corner of the fence at the bottom of a steep hill is what I can only describe as the monkey's green room, the area where they go for a sit and a fag after performing for the miserable masses who have paid to walk around the forest itself. No gift shop, no cafe. And I repeat, it's a long walk, but free and closer to the poor hairy inmates than your 30 quid will get you in the monkey forest itself. Also, monkeys in the roar as opposed to monkeys performing. We didn't know monkeys performed. You didn't tell us monkeys performed. Anyway. No, um, I wasn't worried about Albeit, I love, this is the loveliest sentence ever. If anything talks of a good upbringing in Stoke, you'll like this sentence. Albeit a bit too raw for my 10-year-old, but he has to learn at some point. <laughs> just, just a thought for any chimp challenge when you play that load up the road next. Up the veil, play up the ornaments piece. Damien, sir, fucking tremendous. Well done, sir. Love Thank it, you very Damien. much indeed. Oh, I'd oh, rather enjoyed that. Do not scratch your eyes! This isn't full for, for, for of podcasts, but I seem to be the toilet stop for every workman that comes into my house. <laughs> so what, it the doesn't mean... You, you? Always. You specifically. Always. They, they, no, so the last time someone was here, I can't remember what job it was, she said, can I use your toilet? I said, yeah. And, oh, man, I don't know what you did in there, but it wasn't oh, very nice. Oh, it wasn't a number <laughs> one. Oh, my. He went number no. two. Mm. And then today... 
the BT guy was in there for longer than the number one as well. So I was like, oh, do you know what I mean? Why is it always my stop that's the toilet stop? Just, people are coming around your house and shitting. That's exactly Well, they're doing something else first. Like they're offering a service of sorts, but mm. then they decide that, oh, I can't, yeah, I can't hold it to the next stop. So can I use your toilet? Just is, as a general thing. You're not on the um, ground floor either. People are making a, they're doing yeah, a few stairs to get to you here. Yeah. 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 But if I lived in a house, they might have to go up the stairs to use my toilet. This is true. See, anyway, so if you're in the even steps. side area and you need to take a shit, uh, Justin's number is six. <laughs> Great. Yes. So I don't think my address will be going out on the podcast. Thank you. With oh, that in joy. mind, we will, we will stop there. Matt, thank you very much for coming on. Do not scratch your eyes. It's been a pleasure speaking to you once again. Good luck, my friend. Hopefully we'll speak again soon. And you. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Cheers Matt. Man. Thank you, sir. Oh, man. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.